But I don't. Oh, I did. It was just the topic. There were no notes. I got this though. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of A Word Before the Podcast. It's your girl Bree Stories. Yes, it is. You know it is. Yes, you did. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. I swear to God. I swear we did it. You want to bet money? Ah, bet money. How much? 20. A dub. Six. Ten. <laughs> Ten dollars. Okay. You, wait, what are we betting? That you didn't. That, that I didn't do the like it's. Like, and it's, it's a Tati. Stores, it's a and I said, yeah. yes, it is. You know it is. Okay. Yeah. Ten dollars. Bet. On the last episode, where we were sitting over there. Uh-huh. Okay, bet. I'm a bet gambler, guys. Money. <laughs> <laughs> bet money. Okay, great. So um, today, hi, it's a way where's the podcast. I'm Bree Story. She's a Tati, whatever. Um, and um, today we're going to be talking about rich culture. Um, no, I just thought, I thought that was a good ASMR moment. Um, so we're going to talk about that. But first, we're going to. Do an icebreaker? Yes. Hmm? Right. I'm so happy that you've been remembering this. Thank you. Me too. I just don't want to forget it. Every time you say it, I'd be like, we do that here? Yeah. <laughs> it was your idea. <laughs> it's all right. It's a Tati's icebreaker. Okay. If you could hang out with any cartoon character. Me. Who cartoon if I could, I said me as in if yes, I right. could hang I was about like you, like you're the cartoon character. I was like, you're not a cartoon character. As silly as you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, if you could hang out with any cartoon character, who would it be? Winnie the Pooh. Seriously? He's my favorite. Okay. I was like, because I was just at, oh, that was it. That was impulse. And we rolled a ma- uh, Winnie the Pooh ride. It was huh? And like... It wasn't necessarily hub. It was literally almost kind of like the exact same thing as the Little Mermaid ride. I don't it's know. like they have you riding on a thing like through his world. Yeah. And I love Winnie the Pooh. It wasn't that great. I'm not choosing Winnie the Pooh. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I'm not choosing Winnie the Pooh, and I'm not choosing Winnie the Pooh because Winnie the Pooh is um. You like honey. He is. I do like honey, but no, Winnie the Pooh is my favorite. Like I just love Winnie the Pooh. Like I had Winnie the Pooh. Listen to me. Tell me now. That's your favorite cartoon. When I was growing up, I had a Winnie the Pooh bedroom, well into my teens. Yeah, gotta get up, gotta get going. I'm gonna see a friend of mine. He's cute and he's fuzzy. Yeah, exactly. Like all of that. Pooh bear. Like all of that. So like I love Winnie the Pooh. I've always loved Winnie the Pooh. So that's why it was the first thing that came to mind. But if I could hang out, like literally like go be in their world, be in their world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kick it with them. I think I would kick it with. Oh, this is still hard. Oh, I would kick it with um Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, I don't watch that show. It's great. It's great. He's wild. He's like a mad fucking scientist. And he's very fucking smart. And he has all of these inventions. And he can take you out of different dimensions, in and out of different dimensions and all this shit. So I would fuck with Rick for sure. I think that I would have said. So depressed. I think that Hey Arnold and Gerald would have been my best friends. Yeah. Like, if y'all listen to, which y'all better had, if y'all listen to the last episode, I talked about how, like, I've always had, like, male best friends. Like, I've always gravitated towards men, like, before women, which is strange as a child. And um, men before they were like, men. They were yeah, boys. boys. I yeah. gravitated towards boys, literally just as friends, though. Yeah, for sure. Like, as a child, like, before of I would course. gravitate towards girls because i moved around constantly yeah and so um but i would always make friends with like boys first and i in my mind i think that had i been in the hey when arnold you universe, moved into that neighborhood hey Ar- arnold and gerald would have been your friends yeah yeah i think i would have fit right in oh cute them, like, i love that easily. and we would have all been like angelica's a bitch <laughs> not angelica that's rugrats what was her name helga no, helga helga, helga yeah. pataki yeah yeah, Helga, was she, was she a bitch? She was misunderstood. She was a stalker. 
No, she was a bitch though. Yeah, she was mean, but like she mean. Was a bitch, but inside she had other sides. But what she yeah. showed to people was mean. Was I don't know about bitch. She was very bitchy. <laughs> Every time Erno like walks on the scene, she has some bitch shit to say to him. Because she was hiding her true feelings, and it's hard to do that. I can relate. You were never a bitch. <laughs> no, but I do think that I come off a little harsh sometimes when I'm like feeling insecure. And you feel insecure with people that you like. Like if I love you, if I'm looking at you like you're so high up on a pedestal, it's making me feel little in a way, you know? Mm. So it's like I do feel like I get a little defensive and and in those moments. So I feel hell good. <laughs> I don't think you do. Justice <laughs> for Helga Pataki. Well, I love that. Thank you so much for that icebreaker. We're going to go ahead and check in, and I think you should go first this time. Okay. So, physically, I feel drunk. Period. My head is very, like, light. Yeah, like, no, that was a perfect movement for that, because it's like, that's literally how I feel this. (laughs) It's cute. Your hair is Talk about like, not like your older like uncle or something being like, well, stop it. Like, and it's like, like he gave us liquor for the first time. Right. He's like, chillax. Nah. Um, what's that? Emotionally. Emotionally? Ooh, I, I the mic. feel. I don't know, y'all. Emotionally, I just feel like I am ready to just. Emotionally, I'm ready to, like, not have no emotions. I'm ready to just... That's real. Yeah. And, I've been yeah. there. I'm really good that. And then, um, my attention is on... My attention is on summer vacation because... As she a teacher, sure, y'all. y'all. Because y'all been listening to us all the time. Yes, but I am in education, and so I am about to go on She be teaching. Vacation. Unfortunately, <laughs> my school has summer school, though. So I don't have the whole summer. Mm-hmm. I have two weeks in June and two weeks in August. But my two weeks in June are coming up fast. So I'm ready for that. And spiritually. And the work never stops, am I right? It really doesn't. It really doesn't. And spiritually, I am feeling. <laughs> 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 that was good. I appreciated that. I liked it. I, I don't know. Spirit? You don't know what you're feeling in your spirit? Good. I think it's a Yeah, that's real. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I think. Well, I spiritually, she's feeling tipsy. Physically, me. Physically, Bree Stories is feeling. Yeah, same. I feel kind of drunk. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Um. <laughs> Emotionally, I'm feeling. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Come. No, no, no. I have no. nothing to do with nothing. Oh, come on, say it. We love that. Mm-mm. No, we love that here. Mm-mm. Say what has nothing to do with anything, Mm-mm. please, Mm-mm. out loud. Don't do it. That's okay. No, go ahead. I just want us to <laughs> one day for like YouTube. Like we talked about this so many times about doing like movie night. Yeah. Movie night. But we could even do that with like watching old videos because we do that so often <gasps> as a group. Like, just watching old videos. And it made me think of the tipsy video when I said Yeah, that. I you like, got to do the chicken head. really record our reactions to... Cuteness. Own. All right, y'all heard it first. And if y'all want it, you got to press us about it because we will forget. Mm-hmm. Um, Physically, I am feeling... um, Physically. I said that already, right? Drunk. Emotionally, I am feeling... Emotionally, I feel not topsy turvy. 
I feel fine. Emotionally, I feel neutral. But probably because I'm drunk. Because really, on the inside, I'm super sad. (laughs) 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 And um, my attention is currently on... Oh, my attention is currently on the next week. It's my baby's birthday. Actually, no, I'm not tweaking. Yeah, if you're listening to this, my baby's birthday is tomorrow. So very exciting stuff. So that is what my attention is currently on. Yeah, not Tati. Or Michael, or Ari, or Takia, or Dana. (laughs) I just got through the list. So, yeah, let's take a shot for my baby's birthday. Yeah, now he over there not paying attention to us. <laughs> I love that video that you posted when he was in the front. So, unbothered. <laughs> That's him. It was the main thing that stood out to me. He got on headphones or something? You hear us talking about you? <laughs> you don't care? I know. You focused. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, let me tell you something. If I'm working, he working, period. Ugh, I hate I hate that. I hate that. Talk about no actually like if you think that I'm out here working, like look at my men, like we all working. Speaking of period. Period. Oh yeah, but that's what we're talking about. Spiritually, I feel good. God God is here. The presence of the Lord is here. But also, exactly, good segue. Speaking of period, this week's episode, we're talking about rich culture. And let me tell y'all how this conversation got um inspired michael came to me my good friend michael so if y'all don't know if y'all haven't noticed yet we're all good friends this isn't just like a production thing <laughs> we're all good friends. no i think the subset where are you going because i need you okay so this isn't just a production sh- thing like michael yes we we record at moments too michael is our producer but michael is one of my very best friends tati is one of my very best friends tati and michael are very close friends the best friends right just to let y'all know, just in case y'all didn't know. So Michael and Tati already had watched this video. And it is, um, if you see the page, Justin LaBoy or LA Boy. Sure. I don't know how he pronounces it. But he has a show <laughs> called Respectfully with Justin. Or Respectfully Justin. Respectfully something like that. I'm sure if you get on YouTube and you type in Respectfully, you'll find it. But um, it's a Revolt original, you know, you'll find it. It's not hard to miss, whatever. And he has celebrities on there doing things, talking. It's a good show. It's The production is great, whatever. The episode that Michael told me, like, you have to watch this, is the episode where the city girls were present. Mm-hmm. And Young Miami. Young Miami. Was pissed, I feel like, during that episode. I'm going to tell you why I think she was pissed. I'm going to tell you why I think. After one of those little tidbits that she gave, I was like, she. I felt like she was clearly like beefing with her nigga during that. Oh, time. her nigga. Yeah. I also think that she don't like. Him. Well, I mean, she didn't say literally something about him, but she said something that could have been taken as against him. Yeah. Like as a shot at him. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's the problem. When she said that, um, broke Bro- niggas got yeah. the best dick. I was like, oh, so clearly that's what the issue is here. Because your nigga rich, no? Yeah, right? Hmm. Yeah, no, but, um, and I also think that she, from what I gather, I hate, I, so can I just be real with y'all real quick before we get into this situation, this conversation? And because if you listen to last week's conversation, it was a lot of celebrity, celebrity hot takes like us talking about that stuff. Let me just, and this is just the Aquarius in me feeling like I have to make myself clear. And it's not even important. Y'all probably don't care. All right. This, I'm probably just you probably come to us and listen to this podcast like you listen to any other podcast. Years and years and years ago, when we started away before the podcast, we had segments. Two of those segments were dedicated to what's going on in pop culture. I made the executive decision of taking that away mm-hmm. because I felt like it was counterproductive and not what I wanted from us because I don't look at us as just I just 
think very highly of us. I think very highly of us and our ideas and our commentary and our uh, not just our commentary, but our ability to create. So I didn't want to be another podcast just commenting on the hot thing that happened that week. You know, that really, 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 really bothered me. Like it really. And it's like and I know on a personal note, this don't have nothing to do with nobody else on my team. On a personal note, that's my shit. Like I personally hate that. But it don't have nothing to do with them, right? So I just want to let y'all know, like, it's never that when we do these things. It's really coming from a space of curating an actual conversation from these things. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to contradict myself. Like, for people who have been listening for the past maybe even two, three years, y'all have probably heard me be like, we don't talk about that stuff. We don't da, 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 da. Like, I probably sound very firm when I say those things. And I don't want y'all to be like, oh, so y'all are talking about the city girls. So y'all all talking about the Kardashians. Like, no, when there's a conversation to be had from these things, that's what we do here. We're not here just to regurgitate what y'all have already seen on Twitter. That's my main thing. We're not here to be like, yeah, so if you haven't seen it like Kim Kardashian is that like that's not what we're doing we're here to conduct a conversation and to extract a conversation from these things if we can Mm -hmm. just I just felt that was my own thing y'all probably don't even care about that but whatever so the city girls are on um respectfully what's it called respectfully with respectfully Justin okay and it is a show on revolt but it's also it's a show produced by revolt on YouTube, and it is Justin LaBoy, or, okay, sorry, I don't want to be disrespectful, and also Justin Combs, um, very cute, both of them are very cute, very, very cute guys, but that's neither here nor there, so the reason why I decided, like, this needs to be an episode and a topic on this podcast is because Michael was like, oh, you gotta watch this, me and my, me and Tati already watched it, and I kept pausing it, like, every five minutes, because I was blown away and I paused it at one point and I said to Michael like rich is a culture now like the way that we be so hung up and I'm one of those people I'm very butthurt I'm very militant about black culture and about how black culture is stolen and taken yeah how black culture is stolen and taken and and made it to all of this other shit and I'm one of those people but it's, like, interesting, and I've argued even with y'all where I'd be like, white people don't have culture. <laughs> like, like, I've said that a million times. I stand by that. I feel that way. But um, Germans have a culture. Irish people have a culture. Italian people have a culture. Their white, color is white. White people don't have culture. But their color is white. We'll Some talk. Some people's skin, just the color of That's not what white means. Because the color of my skin isn't black, but they call right. me black. That's not what that means. I'm a lot of things. I'm Creole. I'm also Irish. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, white is not a culture. But black is a culture. And it has a culture. But that's not the conversation. We'll talk about it offline. But I've always... Oops. So, I... My mind exploded while we were watching this thing. The City Girls being the main commentator. And I paused it and I looked at Michael and I'm like, Rich is a culture now. And I feel like that was a thing that was starting to happen for a long time because we can remember early in the 2000s, MTV Cribs and um, Simple Life with Paris and Nicole. Like Paris Hilton was like the first. She was like our first. Correct me if I'm wrong because I I probably am wrong because I don't know shit. But for me, Paris Hilton was my first time seeing a person be famous for being rich. Like, your thing is you're rich. Not that you're a singer or a writer or a director. Like, you are just rich, and that is what you are famous for. Because we we got our first glimpse at reality TV through regular people. The real world were just regular people. When we started getting these, like, the simple life of fucking Nicole and Rich, uh, Nicole and Rich, (laughs) Nicole and Paris, Paris and Nicole or whatever, they were just famous for being opulent and being rich you know what i'm saying like that was our first taste of that but even that it seems like it just was like steady climbing we got we had mtv cribs in our in that era all of this shit just steady climbing steady climbing steady climbing steady climbing and then social media happened and now everything feels so close and it creates a culture where even if i don't really have it like that i am going to pose in the same way, this might be a hot take, 
in the same way that white people who have no idea about black culture take the things that we say and take our moves and take our gestures and make it pop culture in the same way we take rich shit and we just aren't like, oh, I don't have it like that, but this particular check, I'm going to spend my whole check to have this thing and post it or whatever. And that's the thing. And I said that, I think, when Justin asked them, like, how do you know the difference between a real rich nigga and a nigga that's just posing or a nigga that just is capping, basically? Mm-hmm. And they was like, we don't. And JT was like, honestly, you don't know until you live with that nigga. And I was like, wow. <laughs> because these are girls who in this same conversation rich for them is something totally di- like if somebody asked me like like they weren't born into rich first of all they weren't born into rich families just like we weren't but if me and tati had an experience this next weekend and we came to you and we was like yeah these niggas did this this and this what we would consider rich is way below what what uh i was supposed to call her creature again look Young Miami. Young Miami. <laughs> Young Miami and JT consider rich. Like, our experience of, like, if, if a nigga, first of all, I mean, Tati would never do this, but, like, if we went to the club on Friday night and then nigga was like, come back to our hotel, we come to the hotel, we don't pay for nothing, they were like, oh, y'all want to stay? We're going to get y'all a room. We would be like, oh, my God. And we get to stay in the room by ourselves. And then the next day they buy us brunch. And then the next night we go to another club and they buy everything. And the next night, da-da-da. That to us, like, these niggas was rich. That's crazy. We don't even, we didn't even see right. the, we don't see, we don't even see the bill. We don't know if these niggas got a hookup at the hotel. They know somebody. We don't see that. We are just like, these niggas is rich. Their rich is, you don't know me at all. You are hitting me in my DMs and you're asking me to get to know me. You got to send me a jet. Period. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's very different. And that's what made me kept, that's what made me like continue to pause and be like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Young Miami said her first date with her baby daddy, he spent $50,000 on her furniture. How does that even come up? (laughs) How does that even come up? Like, I could, like, like, if anything, that's crazy. I don't even know what the equivalent of that would be for me. (laughs) You know, like. I feel like men speak so much with, like, money speaks so much to me. Yes. And I feel like if most men had it, that's. That's what they would all do. That's true. That's true. When when they get their minds set on something, Mm -hmm. like this is the woman I'm going after. Like even whatever she bring up, I got it. Even if it's not like forever, even if it's just like a momentary situation. If I've decided that this is my goal for the day and I have it, (laughs) I have it to like do whatever the fuck she's talking about. I'm gonna do it. Because to them, to like so many men, money is a part of like, and women too. Like yeah. money is a part of what being a man is. And mm-hmm. that's how you first meeting somebody can show them from jump. I got it. I'm a real man. Yeah, I got like, it. Whatever you Not only am I a real man, but I'm a real nigga. And like that's something <laughs> even more different where it's just like I don't have to ask. And he yeah. like I was just bringing like, it I up. I trying to say it like young man. But uh, that's how I felt. Like, like that's how I felt. Like she was just like, like, and I want them, and I want that. I want that. Look at my little stupid ass nails. I can't even be in a room with these bitches. Like, you can. Yeah, but I'm saying you can. On theirs. No, 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 no. They're. That's what I'm saying. It's like I'll come in and be like, yeah, exactly. And they'll be like, they'll be looking at my hands the whole time, like, oh, girl, put your hands broke. You're broke. Stop, broke. Broke. Stop <laughs> talking with your hands. You're broke. And, you and I'll be like, actually, look, actually. No, exactly. But no, so I just that that whole thing blew my mind, and that was when I realized like, rich is a culture now. Yeah. And it's because of the, um. Not the actual access to it, but the, I don't know what the word is. Yeah, it's like, it's it's like this thing where it's like, you come to the, you come to, to the conclusion that you have to be that. Like, you have to have that. You have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that our social media is so permeated with those types of things and those types of ideologies. And like you said, there are women now with YouTube channels, like on some like, 
guru, life coach type shit. And their whole, their whole shit is all about how to get you a rich nigga and how to keep you a rich nigga. And it's, it's wild. Like all of our, all of our guru, like life coach people is all about how to attain your optimal amount of success, how to unlock your highest self to reach your optimum success. It's about you (laughs) reaching success. But now we're in the space where women are giving fucking like, uh, like monologues and fucking, uh, true talks about how to get and keep a rich nigga and the the issue with that is not the topic it's the importance of it it's the fact that people would say like yes i need to know how to because all of these things yeah that's how it is it's not about like um i don't know like like getting Getting what you feel like you deserve or what you worth or the energy that you put out, you want yeah. to get that the same thing. How do you like, how do you get your man to 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 reciprocate what you give? Yeah, like none of that. Make sure that you're not being taken advantage of. Yeah. Make sure that a nigga really really loves you or really cares about you. And since men speak so much through money, like you this know, is like, how you know. Yeah, like it's not about none of that. It's literally just saying if you don't want to work. If you, you don't, don't want to work, know, if you don't want to work, and you don't, because none of us do. Your job, yeah. Then you need to make it your business to obtain a nigga with some money. And yeah. This is how you do it? And this is how you do it. Like this needs to be your job. Like this yeah. is what needs to be your job, your focus, your main, like whatever. And that is insane. Like it's yeah. wild. And that's when I like looked at Michael and I said, like, wow, rich is a culture now. Like, like, and I'm not saying like now as in it just started because I don't know when it started because I know that when I was a kid, we started getting our glimpse at like, um, what you call it, Hollywood Insider and like all of that shit where we first started seeing like, oh, like a rich fucking person would show us the inside of their goddamn house. When you really think about that, that's so wild. (laughs) Like, what? Like, that's so wild. And, like, that type of thing. Somebody, um, Architectural Digest has existed for a long time. And ever since MTV Cribs hasn't been a thing, Architectural Digest has been doing videos showing the insides of people's houses. And But it's, like, people who aren't, like, real, real popular. Just people who are rich, like, or people who are, you know, maybe white faves, white actors and stuff like that. But... Big Sean just did one a couple of weeks ago. And somebody just put it on Twitter. Somebody put it on Twitter and was like, oh, bring back MTV Cribs. And I'm like, this is MTV Cribs. It literally is. It's not the same. It's not the same flair. It's not the same, like, the music and all the the way that MTV Cribs does it. But it's literally that. And that whole thing is still a thing. Like, like, it never went away. You know what I'm saying? And And that's what's crazy is, like, the fact that MTV came up with something... And that model couldn't go away because now this is the standard. We have to show people the ins and outs of what it is to be rich. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what rich looks like wild. It's so fucking wild. And Big Sean's house is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. But also, I've, I've watched a lot of, I watched David's and his wife's. Like, I love, I just, I, I, I love it. For, but I love it from a sense of like, I too want to be a homeowner. I can get inspiration, like that sort of stuff. But like there are kids, that's the part that makes me, that gives me pause. Whereas like this is, for us, we got to grow into this. Whereas like for a minute, that wasn't a thing. All of a sudden it was like cracked. We, if we grew up with Word Up, where we were excited for fucking Word Up and Write On Magazine and like it'll be a little interview and the interview wasn't no deep, hard hitting questions. It would be like, what's Scary Spice's favorite food? Like it would be that stuff. And I'd be like, oh my God, I love pasta too. Like I would just be going to school for fucking two weeks later. Like me and Scary Spice have the same favorite, like literally. And I would live off of that. And then all of a sudden it was cracked wide fucking open and we could see everything about them and what that ended up turning into inadvertently is now we see exactly what it looks like to be rich not what it takes but what it looks like to be rich there's like a documentary on hulu now called like 90s kid Ooh, i would love it what is it called kid 90 Mm -hmm. and it's with the it's the girl 
from that show Punky Brewster. Yeah. I never watched that show. I did. But the main character from that show, like, she took all of, like, because I guess during that time, like, in the 90s and stuff, when she was, like, kicking it with all the other, like, child stars Mm. and being running around all Hollywood, she recorded everything. She had, like, so many, like, home movies and used to just, like, record everybody and stuff. So she basically just like put everything into like a compilation of like all these videos and then like contacted all the people and they like do like little interviews and stuff and they made like a documentary type thing on Hulu. Wow, I gotta see that. And that, and when I first saw like the preview for that, I was like, this is fucking amazing. I'm like, because like you said, like before, you know, in the 90s and stuff, we didn't have access it wasn't that. to our stars and, and our that's... to truly see what they were doing. Because, like, when you were talking about rich being a culture, I was thinking, like, you know, being rich has always been a culture. Yeah. I feel like. But we just weren't privy no. to seeing it. And, and that's what it. makes. And, I, and yeah. I feel like culture is always culture. And black culture has always been black culture. But I, when I say culture in this context, I mean it as, like, it's cracked open now. Everybody has mm-hmm. access to it. Everybody can take a piece of it if they want it. Like, that's what I mean. It's like rich has become a culture as of late where it's like, like you just said, we were just talking earlier about a child in your life that you know who was looking at her mom like, ugh, I don't want you to drive that car to my such and such. I want to drive right. this car. And it's like... What? We were not thinking that in the eighth grade. Not because yeah. not because not because we didn't have the ability to, but because we didn't have the accessibility to. We weren't mm-hmm. seeing that. In eighth grade I wasn't on the internet being like, Oh, well, Beyonce's daughter was at her eighth grade graduation with this, so why can't I? Like it wasn't right. like that. You know? So now it just looks it's it's become that's what I mean when I say it's become a culture where it's like it's permeating everything. It's creating this sense of like this is what it is. Like this is what life is. Yeah. And that's wild to me. Yeah, and there's no like it's like it's a rich culture, but they're definitely like you like you just kinda touched on like there's no separation. Like, yes. Regular people or regular nine to five working class, middle class yep. is not a thing anymore. Yep. It's almost like I mean it's it's a literal thing. It's there a literal are thing. Still middle yep. class people, but the view of everybody it. is expected You're the rich or poor. To be, yeah, to yeah. be at high class. Yep. And it's like if you're not that Do you broke. Yeah, like you're not you're not at the level that you should broke. be at. Like yep. you're not making it a life. And you're not, not doing well. nothing. You're not doing yeah, shit. You should be talking That's what about, I that's another thing. Well. That's another thing that I was saying about that episode of uh respectfully with Justin with Justin. Just respectfully Justin. Sorry. I don't wanna fuck up his title. But one of the things that he said when he was asking JT about you know, like, what do you say to women who are, like, you know, fucking with niggas that are broke? And he followed that up by saying, like, are broke. And then he said, ain't doing nothing. They on the couch playing the game. And I'm like, that's not always the same thing. Like, some people are broke to your standards because they are a teacher and they make $50,000 a year. That don't mean he's sitting on the couch not doing shit. That's why I think he followed it up with that, though. Because I almost feel that's like he, a- he followed it up so that he could say almost, like, what I mean in this moment when I'm saying broke is a nigga that ain't. I would have shit. to re-listen to it like, because I, because I would have heard that, because I would have mm-hmm. picked that out and been like, okay, that's what he means. But I heard it not as a clause. I heard it as an equal, and I would have to hear mm-hmm. exactly again how he said it because I was like, like you why do you? S- I want to hear. I, I want to hear it. The same as a nigga that's like yeah, at home, that's not, not yeah, exactly. Like you broke if you're broke. Quote unquote, and 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 when you and mind you, what broke is to these people? You know what I'm saying? That means that you don't do shit. You just laying around, not doing, you not trying. That interview was like driving me crazy a little bit because when he would say stuff to them, the extra tidbits that he would give, yeah, it always felt like. And when I was hearing it at the time, it always felt like he was adding a clause to it. Yeah, and so I would be like. You're you're taking away from the difficultness of them answering the question in the first place. Like when you just said broke nigga, 
that was a wide range right. of like they could have took it like how Bree said, like a broke nigga could have been a teacher or like you right. know just somebody that wasn't fucking rich, and you could have really. It's got, like give them a chance to say yeah, what's like, broke for them. Let them say what they said, but then when you when he would follow things up with yeah, like, that's sitting real. on the couch watching life passing them by, <laughs> like you know that's what not Everest College. Like. I would be like, okay, you're making it easy. You're making yeah. it easy for them to now be like well of course stop fucking with that nigga right like, right nobody should be fucking with the nigga that's just no but and I, I still like jt's answers to everything because jt was like if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do but i feel like and she wasn't saying this verbatim so i don't want to put words in her mouth right. but i feel like she was coming from the space of like i work hard i make money so i'm not gonna be with nobody who's not doing the same shit as me or better mm-hmm. and that makes sense and because she wasn't saying like if that's who you would you know, you stupid or da da da. Like she was just saying, that's who you with. That's who you with. What celebrity? That would be Simone. That I was about to say because I was like, what celebrity woman that I need a pop. that said she couldn't be with? Oh, somebody who works a nine yeah. to five. Yeah, like a working class like man, and it was like a huge thing because everybody was like, what the fuck? Like, first of all, people work quote unquote nine to five and make fucking three hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year. You could be a, doctors are working class, like you know, to yeah. an extent, like you know, that's a normal job right like that that has like so and i remember like when b simone said that i was very but I, that's a, that's another thing that i feel like okay so here's the thing too because i was very shocked by this because i because every time they said something and i would get worked up i would also be like they're young they are our age mm-hmm. i did not know that i did not know that that's what i was about to say she's our age too then okay bye Okay, bye. I'm gonna and go pee. That's thing. Like, I think. <laughs> we gonna. Whatever y'all wanna do. So JT said, and I like what JT was saying because she was just like, you know, if you wanna do that, do that. Yeah, she was definitely like, she kept saying it every time he asked her a question. Yeah. She kept going back to like, I'm queen of like. Do what you want. Just she said, just don't worry about me, which is so valid, because it be the bitches that are, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's that. Like when you are JT, and when you are a person with all of these eyes on you, I'm sure it is the bitches that are getting their ass beat by broke niggas having the most (laughs) to say about you, and it's just like, bitch, don't worry about what I'm doing with my rich nigga. Like just because you think that my rich nigga disrespects me, at least that nigga is rich. Was like, she was super in love that day? Yeah, she was. And it was like, and I almost feel like it was curving. Can I just tell you how much it probably was? Because she was so happy that day. They were drastically different. Yeah. Young Miami was pissed at Southside that day and ready to beat his ass. And JT was super in like, this is the love of my life. I'm as happy as I'll ever be in me. my home. Yeah, like it was. It I got a good me. It was for every fucking answer to the point where I was. It was like, okay, like. I don't even know if I'm getting your Because Justin was like, you keep smiling. First of all, look, can I just also, I don't want to be, I just, it was annoying me over and fucking over again. It's like, like, is this your first time meeting people? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, no, when he was like. So we're going we to mention like, some of y'all bars because y'all don't <gasps> come with the bars. And the bars were basic. He was like, so here we go. He was like, y'all Miami? He was like, this one's for you. Rich niggas get this pussy. So, <laughs> so, so, so what you saying? So what you mean? You, 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 you mean. You what mean your, like what was your thought process? So what you saying? So what you saying? Like bitches, bitches need to only give they pussy to rich right, like, niggas. Like process? tell us, tell us. Did you so, stand by that? So tell us. Is that do you stand by is that? Is that your? Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? And That's how you Miami feel. Would be like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Y'all different, right? Y'all like that was I. We were cringy. Hey. I couldn't like sneak this. No, I couldn't. I couldn't take the y'all different. It was something else he kept saying over and over again too. It was another like trendy. Time for the twerk later. So 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 that's how you feel. Right. Damn, y'all different. 
Like, how did you, how did you come up with that? Like, you know. Okay, so with that, so, so with that, like, like, how niggas supposed to come at you? Like, we be targeting. So how niggas supposed to come at you? Like, if that's how you feel, it's so annoying. But anywho, but anywho, um, we're not trying to drag nobody, make fun of nobody, just our observations. But no, I, my whole, my whole point of this episode and this whole thing that became a conversation is just like it just blew my mind how much rich has become a culture and it's like it's something that I feel like I've been seeing a lot um and we see it every year we've been seeing it every year over the past few years with like anything that's an event the proms and the graduations like the way that people are coming nowadays as opposed to how we were like I was just telling y'all like Eighth grade graduation, I had my hair, my natural hair, crimped. And to me, that was a style. That was my mama letting me do a thing. <laughs> like, you know, like, it wasn't all of this, like, no, I need bundles. I need bundles. I need this. I need that. Like, all of this stuff that y'all got going on. And I feel like it's just what what drives the culture is the youth nowadays because the youth has the forefront like Cause i can't speak on are youth are young as hell like so i thought many, the city girls were way younger than they are so they are many, my age so many of our like celebrities and rich people now because there are so many avenues to be rich nowadays yeah like, because of social media so many of our like rich people yeah you, turn, you find out they're they're 20. That's yeah. So they're fresh out of their teenage years. So it's like, if we had had access to, you know, Bow Wow right. while he was going through those, like, motions, like, it would have been, cr- like, we didn't have access to our teenage no. stars. And, like, like when when you're 10, Bow Wow being 14 at the time seemed extra fucking nomical. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it felt wild. I'm like, oh, my God, he's older he's so this he's so that like it, it it created that distance between i'm a regular i'm a fan and this person is the star and i think that that distance just is getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to the point where now the kids are like well they do it so i should do it yeah, and it's like to some extent it's a good thing to, to like of course because i definitely think that even when i think about on a very small scale most most homes did not grow up this way, what I'm about to say. But, like, mm-hmm. growing up, to me, going to Disney World had become something that seemed larger than life. Yeah. Because I had never been. Same. We talked about it. Same. We talked about it so much. My parents would, like, you know, would bring it up so much where it was casually thought of. Like, not casually thought of, but, like, they would bring it up so much where it was like, okay, we thinking about going to Disney World this year or we going to try to go to Disney World. And because it never came to fruition – Disney World became something that was larger than life, like something that was not easily obtainable. It was like this was something that was so far out of reach. You got to be really balling and really have, like, shit made to go here. Yeah. And so when I got older and when I had my child and I decided, like, we're going to Disney World. Like, I'm doing this. We're going. And after going and being there, yes, it's expensive as fuck. Yeah. It was definitely a very... You know, most expensive day of my life, probably. Like when you, when it comes to like the prep to get there, yeah, and then actually being there, it's definitely hella fucking money spent. But it is doable. Yeah, it is something that can happen. It's not like a far out of reach thing. And I definitely think that Black people, especially, yeah, went through these these moments and times where yeah, so many normal things felt seemed so like beyond they, us. Yeah, like it was so yeah. far. Like it yeah. was just so far out of reach. Like it just shouldn't even be mentioned. Like, right. you know, I'm going to just stay right here. Mm-hmm. Like we don't even need to like talk about it because mm-hmm. that's money and we don't have money. Right. And you know, so, <coughs> excuse me. So like a part of it is good. Mm-hmm. I think that nowadays because of social media, that things are don't seem like they're so out of reach. Like now we actually know the origins of things. You can see somebody sitting down eating somewhere and be like, damn, that food look good. Mm-hmm. Looking up, see where it is, and, just and be, be like, there. oh, that's down the street. I'm going. Yeah. You they know, got one of those like, here. Yeah. To an extent, it's like it's a good thing. Like, definitely. But then when you get to like when you get to 
diamonds and furs and yep. these cars and all of you that. Feel, you feel entitled. You feel like I should, I see that, so I should have that. And, and, I, and, and here's the thing. I think that that's not wrong. I think that it is, it's not wrong. I think that it is messy when it comes to kids. Because kids. adults that don't want to go through the journey. That don't want to go through the hard work well. that's supposed <laughs> to go into obtaining these things. So right? I, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't really subscribe to that. But well, what do you mean? You don't subscribe to working? I don't subscribe to like I have to break my back for things. Well, no, no, no. I don't necessarily like because like that's like, that's what I hear when I hear hard work. I hear people I being like, "You no, didn't work for I this. You didn't grind like, for this." Like I don't have to bleed, sweat, and for cry. Two years and now finally at the yeah. end of that long road. No, I just mean work. I just mean like, yeah. Doing something, but I also, period. but I like, also good things come to. I worked for this and work. I don't mean like you broke your back. Yeah, no, 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 no. But but I also feel like because I also you know I I I you didn't wake up and it was at your front door. But if like, it but go. if it was, I want people to know that they deserve it because I feel like I feel like we are of a of a generation of either or where you either feel like you have to work your ass off for it or you don't. And the people who feel like you have to work your ass off for it, if something just came to them, if a blessing came to them or something spontaneous came to them, then you constantly, you're constantly fumbling your blessing by feeling like I didn't work for this, I didn't do enough. Those so it's like... Because those people typically are still working, though. They're just over there thinking like, I'm not at that point, though, or like I'm not... But you have been working or going to work. Not necessarily. I go to work every day. So if a fucking all of a sudden I had a brand new fucking BMW in my driveway, yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, I didn't work for this because I wasn't specifically working for that thing. Yeah. But there, are people, but there are people that exist who subscribe to this either or category where it's like you're either working or you're not working. And if something happens to me spontaneously, I don't think I deserve it because I don't feel like I was working hard enough. And I don't want to I, I don't want to preach that. So I just want to be very careful with my particular words. I see what you're saying, but I want to be careful with my particular words because I do believe that we are all worthy from birth. <laughs> like, of course, effort has to happen. You have to be sure about what it is that you want and you have to put effort towards it. But also when things happen for you, it's for you and that's OK. What was the initial question? I do think that we do. I do think that this generation, because of social media, though, has become like an right. entitled That's what I was going to say. The kids, though, that's different. That's not the same. Yeah, like when I <laughs> that's not what I'm talking they about. They don't feel like they have to work No. They don't feel like they have to work they don't feel like for not, anything. No, because like, all they see is the thing, and yeah. it's just like, I should have the thing because the thing exists. They feel like that's the way it is. Like saying that something just, you just happen to be blessed with something, that is the way they feel like it's just supposed to continue. And they're looking at their parents like, why the fuck don't we have a Beamer? Why the fuck don't we have a Maserati? And it's like, because, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like because. Like okay, be a YouTube star then. To be that way. Be and Ryan. They, and they didn't think at all about what they did or what they contributed or to make these things come. It's just supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I do believe... But I do believe, even when it comes to, like, on a smaller scale, like sports or, like, organized yeah. or anything, I believe that, like, hard work is, working is supposed to be instilled in you to an extent. Knowing what it means to want something yeah. and then decide, I'm going to aspire to and do the things that makes this thing happen. Yeah. I do feel like people are supposed to have that, like, ingrained in them. Like, that is supposed to be, like, a part of life. Because when you miss that step... Shit gets chaotic. Mm-hmm. Shit gets wild. And all you I see don't have is that these, like, <laughs> social media people who become rich and become famous. And people assume that that's, like, a overnight they didn't work for it. But yeah. what people don't understand is that people social been media working their is whole life. work yeah. in itself. It's not the work I am. Work I am on. looking forward <laughs> To the day where a way where the podcast is fucking everywhere and people think that this came out of nowhere and I can say we've been doing this for so fucking long and it has evolved in so many ways. So I definitely feel that. But like I think that 
It's about your mindset. Like, just because it is hard work, it doesn't have to be strenuous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't come here every day like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't come here every couple of weeks and be like, this is so hard. And so when we get to that point of the fucking, the opulence and the recognition and all the things that we deserve, it shouldn't feel like, did I work for this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just because it doesn't feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, have I cried behind this? Yes. Have I sweat and bled behind this? Of course. But not to the extent of, because if it was to that extent, we wouldn't be doing this. I'm not going to lie to y'all. The opposite. Like, because we don't come to work every day, like, oh, like, this is so fucking hard. Like, how are we That's why we're still happen? doing it. Like, because we're happy to be here, mm-hmm. I feel like when our time comes and we are blown up and we are everywhere, I feel like people might look at us and be like, like, what were they even doing? You know, like, because yeah. we were happy yeah. while we were doing it. And it's like, we might get on an interview and so say, I can't like, wait. oh, so much hard work I can't work wait. That's what I'm saying. I can't, I can't, but like. Outsiders will be like, what hard work? That's why, why I'm so glad that. that we have a website and we have receipts and like yeah. two, two out of three of our team like has actually documented things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can get on yamash.com right now and it has the date in which this thing was published. And you can see that Brianna's been putting shit on here since 2016 and Tati's been putting shit on here since 2019. And like, we've been doing stuff and it's never not been a thing. And even before publication, like we've all been working all of this fucking time. The YouTube has it as well. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you too have G Herbal on your show? And that year, I, I'm sorry. Like, like, that's, excuse that's me. What I mean by hard work. Yeah. Hard People's work, like, perception of it is, like, yeah. Stressed out and ready to kill yourself because yeah. you're working so hard. But that's what I feel like some people think hard work is. Sleep. Right. I mean hard work as in like you're waking up every day and you're doing the thing. You you're keep committing good, to it. Right. You keep committing. Yeah. And that's and what work is for me. But yeah. like, I, that's exactly what work is for me. And I and I feel I feel like unfortunately, so many people think that hard work is the other thing. Is like mm-hmm. you didn't come here fucking sweating and fucking crawling in on your fucking I mean, it, it can knees. Be that too, because for some, some depending on what your life is and what your life looks like and what your life entails. For some people, unfortunately, when they are chasing a dream, it does turn into that. Mm -hmm. And they do turn into having to make those sacrifices and be that type of person because their life doesn't allow for them to do it comfortably. And that's okay. I get that version of it, too. But that's okay. But I don't want the standard for people to think, like, if I'm not doing that, I'm not worthy of success or I'm not worthy of wealth or opulence or luxury or whatever the fuck, like, because I didn't bleed and fucking sweat and cry for it. I definitely feel like this generation is changing that. that yeah. Attitude. Because you can get what you people, want. All the people that I looked up to had that story. Mm-hmm. That blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. I almost died for this yep. type of thing. But this new generation, it's more so like, they were they working up, hard. I woke up and decided they had to stay consistent. Yeah. To be even looked at. Yep. But <coughs> they weren't. But not even. They were. They were having fun. They were so, but fun so many people like this overnight success thing. I feel like the overnight success thing has been debunked so much with our generation. Whereas, like, it wasn't an overnight success. You just learned about them overnight. These people have been overdoing it, figuring it out, doing all of this shit for all this time. But this gen- this next generation of kids literally made one video that went viral. And some of them, and some of them ride the wave well, and now they are famous. Others, we know so many of them who fall off on the wayside because they don't know what to do with the attention. But they don't know what, what to do next. On, now, you could become an overnight success where you get this attention instantly because you went viral, but... All your steps moving forward after that. Moving forward. You need to be intentional. So it's like if you're not working and putting in the after the effort afterwards, you'll still be that person that it was like we heard about. They was I'm popping, triggered by that. They went and did a show and then I'm triggered by that. They I'm they triggered by that. Or whatever. You have to be like intentional about like damn. But I it's like But I'm triggered sensation. by that because Y'all know, y'all know the bulk of our followers and stuff came from one episode. 
And I kick myself every fucking day feeling like, oh, I didn't ride this wave well enough. But what the fuck was I supposed to do? Like, what were we supposed to do? That's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? That's what, exactly. Like, that's what's so fucking wild. People comment on that right now and say the same shit over and over again. And I'm like, do y'all not realize how long ago this was? Like, they steady calling you a bitch. Steady calling us fat and jealous. <laughs> like, what? The age group that we targeted that And like that particular so, day, like that's what I'm saying. It's like it would be crazy now, period. And it would be crazy now, but like I will never forget th- those days because it was within that same like week. Like everything was happening so quickly. Where like me and Drea P was like, we need our own Instagram. Like it, we need to not be just at Drea P at Astro Asia every sort. Like we need to do. This thing, and at the same time, and we did that shit at the right time, and we literally were on Imperial sitting at the fucking table with our phone, with my phone in the middle of the thing, just watching the numbers go up. And it was the craziest thing I ever seen in my fucking life from that episode. And I remember feeling in that same moment while feeling like this euphoric feeling of like, whoa, what the fuck is this? I remember feeling in the same moment like, what do I do now? Like, what? do I even do after that? Mm-hmm. And not having an answer. <laughs> like, yeah. clearly, still, not knowing. Like, I mean, all I can do is bring me. All I can do is bring us. And I felt, and I still feel very passionate about what I said. Like, we don't cater to pop culture. Because, like, and I'm not coming at that from a place of, like, just being edgy or, like, oh, like, I'm coming from that, I'm coming at that from a real place of, I listen to podcasts constantly. I listen to so many podcasts. And there are podcasts. So if we bring our podcast, we just started bringing our podcasts out on Mondays. It used to be Away With Words Wednesdays. Between Monday and Wednesday, I would listen to four different podcasts with the same exact content. And I would always be like, fuck. Because you got to be realistic. Like, people who like our voice and our tone and what we're talking about like those things, too. So, and we're on Wednesday. So, in my mind, I'm like, y'all are hearing the same thing over and over again. And if I am a consumer, I be turning that shit off. I be skipping that shit. I don't want to hear that shit. I just heard them talk about it on Monday. Your episode on Tuesday saying the same shit is not as appealing. Your episode on Wednesday on the same shit is super. I'm like, on Tuesday, I might just fast forward. On Tuesday, I might turn that shit all the way off. Like, I just heard this. Y'all all talked about this already. You know? So that was my 
that was my motivation and being like, we don't do that here. Like I want us like away with words. Literally when I tell people the reason that away with words is not a space way is away. I'm taking you away with our words because we're having actual conversations. We're not just regurgitating what the fuck the shade room is talking about. We're not just regurgitating the pop culture, hot scene, whatever. We're talking from our perspectives. And if something in pop culture persuades or inspires us to have a real conversation cool but what we're not gonna do is just be like yeah so this week i don't know if you guys saw but like you know um lori harvey like you know what i'm saying like we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that because i feel i i think much more high of us of me of you now but even before of our other hosts like y'all have y'all are fun y'all are funny y'all are y'all are your own personalities i can give you a topic you could talk about anything and it can be it can be engaging people can want to listen to it regardless of what we're talking about we don't have to regurgitate what everybody else is fucking talking about stop playing footsie with my friend but anyway, I don't know what we were talking about. Rich culture, boo, okay? If you don't have as much money as JT and, um, I was about to say, Lil Miami. Lil Miami. And Young Miami. Or Lotto. Shout out to Lotto for changing her name to Lotto because, uh, baby. It's money. Money yeah. Money yeah, because Mulatto was not it, sweets. But, uh, you know, if you don't have the same amount of money as them, of course you don't. That's number one. If you don't have the same amount of money as the city girls, of course you don't. <laughs> and that's okay. I don't either. You know, when when young, I'll keep wanting to call her Carisha. I'm not going to do that. That's disrespectful. If young Miami said anything less than what, if she even said a smidge less than what she was saying on that episode, I still would have been like, am I good? She made me feel like I'm a goofy. I'm looking around like, wow, niggas have gotten in my house and my bed for not even much less. Like, it's like not even worth the conversation how much less. Right. You know what I'm saying? She's like, my very first date with my baby daddy, he bought all my furniture. He he furnished my fucking condo. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are y'all talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, But it's like, if as a regular person, I'm an adult. I'm 29. I'm I'm not saying this to say that y'all are stupid or anything, but you know, I have a fully functioning brain. I can take all of the things and I can like process them and I can say, this is not a jab on me. I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm just not in the same space as she is. But kids don't do that whole process. Kids are just like, if that's what she's doing, I should be doing it too. And that's what I don't like. Cause it's like, you're not coming across niggas that can furnish your house with 50 fucking thousand dollars. You're just not. And if you are, sometimes they're a fucking creep. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of factors. It's not just because they're rich. It's because they're a predator. You know, whatever. But so I'm I'm able to be like, okay, no big deal. I, You know, even when I feel like, damn, am I goofy? Like, a nigga ain't never bought me a fucking um, chaise lounge, let alone a fucking house worth of furniture. So whatever. So the moral of the story is you're okay. Regardless of what you see and people are doing what you're not doing, you're still okay. You're doing what you can, and that's all that matters. Don't put yourself in debt for literally fucking nobody, especially nobody that don't know your first and middle name. (laughs) Middle, not last. Middle. If Young Miami knows your first and middle name, sure. Go ahead. Try to catch up with her. Try to do what she's doing. But if she does not know your first and middle name and face, like she can look you in your face and say, Brianna Ariel, don't fucking try to catch up with her. Don't do what she's doing. Period. So that's that. Unless you make like as much money as her. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. That's what I'm. If you got the money. But if you on the same like financial level as her. If you you make six figures. I'm all for it. You should be demanding. You can demand the same things that you bring. That you have. So. Yes. like, yes. You like, yeah, I'm rich, so I'm but no, rich if you are following the city girls just for the sake of them being the city girls, don't. Yeah. No, you should follow the city girls because the city girls are showing you that you deserve more because you have the things to deserve more. And you do deserve all the things that you deserve. But like, don't fucking be tweaking, though. <laughs> like, 
Don't yeah, it but here's I'm talking I'm thinking about children. I'm thinking about the teens. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm talking to the teens right now. Like, yeah, you're worth the fucking world, but you should get it on your own first. Get it on your own first. Because the difference between you and JT is that JT is rich by herself. So. I mean, I'm not mad at thinking that that we're going around thinking like, oh, my pussy is worth a million dollars either. Like, I'm not necessarily. No, it's not a bad thing. Like, because if that plays out and you coming across niggas that ain't shit or ain't treating you right and being like, why would I give this nigga some pussy? Like, you know, like. Don't that, give like, your pussy to yes, anybody that you don't like, want. Please. Like, if that's what you need to believe in order for you to weed out the clowns, that's what you do. Like, if that's what you, if that's the mindset you have to have in order for you to do that. I'm like, because if you can't do that. It depends on what you're you know, giving your pussy away for. Because if you're someone who, like me, who just likes to have sex, you don't, they don't have to be billionaires. But not, I'm not talking about being, I'm not talking about money-wise. I'm just talking about, like, human-wise. Like, yeah. being a good person. Like, yes. treating you with respect. They have to be a good human being. Like, that's what I'm Absolutely. About. Yeah, they have to be a good human being. Yeah. Regardless, like, regardless of where you're coming from, you shouldn't put anybody inside of you unless they're a good human. Yeah. Like, at all. But yeah, I don't people, want you looking at JT and Carisha and thinking, like, I have to go to the bar with this script like, do you have $50,000? Do you have a jet? Like, no, you're in fucking Olympia Fields. Do you think that you're going to go to Jimmy's and find a nigga who has a jet? You're not. You know what I'm saying? Just, Maybe. you're not. <laughs> okay, we love you so much. We're going to talk to y'all later. I think I did the um, church announcements in the beginning, I hope. And if not, um, listen to the last episode and just go 10 minutes above it. Okay? Peace. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>